All right, what's up, y'all? We back at it again, starting to fake the podcast. We got another very, very special guest on the line today. Uh, one of my big bros, man. Another Dayton native. He graduated from Northmont High School, where he was recently inducted into the Hall of Fame. Current professional. He's played in everywhere. Israel, Venezuela, Italy, Kazakhstan, China, Spain, France. Uh, what was formerly known as the D-League back then is now the G-League. And he's currently back in Turkey. He led Turkey in scoring back in 2019. He won the D-League Most Improved Player in the year of 2012. Please help me welcome Kenny Hayes to the podcast. Kenny, how you doing today, bro? What's up, bro? Appreciate you. I'm doing good. How you doing? For sure. I'm doing well, man. So you currently um back in Turkey playing in the top division. How have y'all season been going? Uh, Yeah, I just got here in Turkey uh, about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I signed with a team called Gazi and Tep. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the call maybe a little bit after New Year's. And uh, it sounded like a really good situation. I knew about the coach that was here. Um, I played with one of the, you know, players that's on the team now mm-hmm. um, in France. So um, I felt like it'll be an easy, smooth transition, which it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's been going smooth uh, lately. We on a four game winning streak, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm very, you know, thankful for that. We trying to push for these playoffs. Right, right, for sure. And that's like you said, that's that's good. You were able to. Um make that smooth transition and um you know you've been been in turkey a few uh years of your career you know you've had a lot of success but a lot of people don't really know that you started off your collegiate career at a community college in cincinnati state kind of talk about the reasoning behind that and how you were able to build on that into going to a um, d1 at miami university and having a successful pro career yeah man um yeah, the community college is crazy because, you know, it, it was another, you know, setback, you know, on mm-hmm. me to have to go to a community college. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I didn't take care of the things that I was supposed to take care of in the classroom, so mm-hmm. I had to take a different route. Um, I always had dreams and goals of really just playing Division One and playing professional, mm-hmm. whether it was NBA or, you know, overseas. So it, it started from a younger age as far as, like, you know, middle school. You mm-hmm. know, middle school, I went to Trywood. Um, eighth grade, I didn't make the travel with basketball team. I mm. got cut. Mm. So, like, you know, that was like probably the best thing that ever happened to me because it really, you know, I went through adversity at a young age and mm-hmm. I knew how to accept it. I knew I had to, you know, work if I really wanted to grab a dream of mine or yeah. whatever. So, um, it started there. Then I transferred to Northmont. My mom ended up moving because my, you know, my stepfather passed. So we just mm-hmm. wanted a new, you know, a new scenery. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Northmont, um, had a good four years there. From there, you know, it's crazy. I didn't go to Cincinnati State at first. Mm. Um, I had a lot of, you know, mid-major D1 schools that was recruiting me, but mm. once they found out, you know, that I wasn't going to qualify, um, they all backed off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Miami of Ohio and I think Wright State, um, they still followed me. So I ended up going to a school in Kentucky called St. Catharines. Mm. Uh, well, you might know him. His name Wade O'Connor. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Coach yeah, Wade. Yeah. Shout out to Coach Wade. Dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was my coach. He discovered me. So he was the one that, you know, he really put that, that it factor in me. Yeah. Cause I didn't know I had it at first mm-hmm. until I had, you know, I went with him. He pushed me, man. I, mm-hmm. I think I hated him, you know, yeah. the first, <laughs> the first semester, uh, at St. Catherine cause I just thought the man was crazy. Uh-huh. But in reality, he was really bringing out that dog inside of me. Right. You know, that I didn't know I had. And he told me, I mean, he told me when I was a freshman that I was going to be a pro one day. You, yeah. know, I ain't, I ain't, you know, I ain't really thinking about all that. I'm just like, man, I want to play Division One basketball. Right. But, you know, he saw something like, man, you're going to be a pro one day. That's why I'm mm-hmm. on you all the time. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it was on me more than anybody on the team. Yeah. Took me a while to, you know, understand it. And then, uh, I'll say second half of the season, I just took off. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I took off and, uh, that's when the D1 school started rolling in and, it got to the point where, you know, I was in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky and yeah. I wanted to come home, be closer to my family. Right. So I had already had the, the following with the D1 school. So I just said, I'm going to come home, go to Cincinnati State. They'll follow me there. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you know, uh, they followed. But I had already had my mindset on Miami of Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know, they they followed me from day one. Mm-hmm. They never gave up. Uh, Charlie Coles, rest in peace. Man, that's one of my biggest mentors and, yeah. and who I see as a legend. Um, man, he, 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 he stayed with me. Everybody gave up on me mm-hmm. when I went to go Juco route. You yeah. know, he, he followed me three hours, you know, to St. Catherine just for one game and then driving right back. So that just showed me like, man, they really, really wanted me. Right. Um, I could have went to bigger schools, but it was just like, man, I want to go somewhere where, you know, I'm going to actually be able to play and they actually want me. Mm-hmm. So um, that was my, you know, transition there. Um, and then, you know, I had a, gained a, you know, great relationships at Miami and had a good career and was able mm-hmm. to go to that next step. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a blessing, too. You've been able to work with a lot of great individuals over the course of your time before you even hit the professional scene. Um, you know, you talk about Wade and. I ain't gonna lie, Wade is a crazy dude, but one thing about him, cause I've worked with Wade over the years for a while now. When I very, I said the same thing when I started working out with him. I'm like, yo, this dude is crazy. Like, he really don't know what he's talking about. But over time, like, I started to learn, like, you need individuals like that in your life who is actually, like, gonna push you and not really care too much about your feelings in the process. Like, they see something out of you. And you know, yeah, Wade was yeah. a, Wade is a very great individual for that. Shout out to Coach Wade for sure. Yeah, facts, man. Wade, like you said, I've been blessed. Uh, you know, my high school coach was a former Division One head coach in Jim mm-hmm. Brown. He's at Wright State. So I've been, you know, beyond blessed to have the, the coaches that I've had to, you know, teach me and help me understand the game of basketball instead mm-hmm. of just going out there, and, you know, just playing, you know, freely and, mm-hmm. and, and not really understanding the game. Right. So, like you said, Wade is a basketball, you know, mm-hmm. he's a basketball genius. He, mm-hmm. he come off as, as crazy, <laughs> yeah. but like you said, you need somebody like that in your life at some point that's going to help bring out that, 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 that dog out of you. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what he did. For sure. And, um, you know, that obviously showed, you know, you had a lot of success at, um, Miami. You know, transitioning to the pro career, you actually went into the D-lead and um, you actually went into the Cavaliers training camp. I want to say back in um, 2011, you know, filled with a great training camp, Ross. You know, you went against guys like Kyrie and Baron Davis. How was that experience for you? Man, that was actually fun, man. Um, Baron Davis was, you know, he had always been one of my favorite players. So, like, Mm. you know, when I went there and I actually saw him, I was a little starstruck. But at the end of the day, I'm like, man, I'm here for business, too. So um, it was good, man. I I got to, you know, uh, hang with Kyrie a little bit. He was young at the time. Mm-hmm. He was a rookie. But I remember, man, my first practice, because everybody, you know, a lot of people didn't get to see Kyrie because he was hurt in college. Yeah, yeah. You know, people were like, yo, is he really that good? This, this, and that. Man, after the first practice, my dad, I talked to my dad. I said, man, this dude is the best basketball player I've ever played with. <laughs> yeah. I said, I've never in my life seen a guy this skilled and talented. Like, mm-hmm. Never. Like, I've played against, you know, and no disrespect to guys like D. Rose, who I played against, John Wall, mm-hmm. Westbrook, you know, Damian Lillard. I played against some dudes, like, when I was in college. And when I played against, you know, 
Kyrie Irving guard him in practice and just watching him, I'm like, man. Yeah. You know, like, I have never in my life seen somebody this skilled and talented. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really didn't have a weakness offensively. Right. Um, and I'm like, man, he's going to be one of the best point guards in the next in the next five years. You People going to know who Kyrie Irving like, mm-hmm. really is. He, he different. And sure enough, Bron get there. Yep. And, he, you know, he changed and let people know. But it was a fun experience, man. Mm-hmm, for sure. And that's uh, definitely good you was able to have that experience, you know, going head to head with a lot of great competitors like that. Um, you know, Kenny, to me, like, he plays very, very hard on both ends of the floor. But a lot of people kind of know you as that scoring point guard. I mean, you had 52-point game in the D-League back in 2012. Led the lead in scoring back in uh, 2019 in Turkey. And um, you also put up some crazy numbers in China when you were out there a few summers ago. Talk a little bit about some of your greatest performances and, you know, what that kind of... Those performances did a little bit for your career. Man, I'll say... You know, when I scored 52 points in the in the G League or D League at the time, that was probably the you know the thing that really changed my life for it. That's mm-hmm. when I kind of got on the radar a little bit. Yeah. You know, I was playing good in the G, in the D League. You know, I was playing solid, mm-hmm. good enough. I got you know training camp invite, but I was just you know in the pack. But when I when I dropped that 52, right, separate yourself. Uh, yeah, it let people yeah. like, yo, this dude, you know, this dude. Is really been on his stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the year before, I was like seven a game. Mm-hmm. And I was barely really playing. And then I come back and I had like a goal. I wanted to prove people I was just as good as a lot of these dudes, you know, that went to North Carolina and, mm-hmm. and Ohio State and stuff like that. I wanted to show them like, yeah, I went mid-major, but I'm better than them. Right. And that was like my mentality I had. And that, you know, I got, I ended up getting most improved player mm-hmm. in uh, daily, you know, because... Um, I was getting triple doubles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was double doubles, and, and that fifty-two is what really set it out. Like, mm-hmm. yo, who is this? You mm-hmm. know. So that was that was you know a big change I'll say in my career, mm-hmm. not just for like you know NBA looks, but for Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, once I did that, I got you know the got on the radar for Europe, and I had job offers like you know a couple of days after that wow. game overseas. Yeah. And I was turning it down because I'm like, man, I want to try to, you know, get a league shot. Mm-hmm. For sure. And that's, um, dang, that's crazy. I didn't even know that it uh, ended up turning out like that for, you know, having all those opportunities just come your way. But, you know, that that obviously is a testimony for you. Um, just showing that if you put that work in, like, it's going to show. Like, your time is eventually going to come. You know, yeah. one thing I could also... um just point out about Kenny too, you know, like you said, you signed kind of late going back to Turkey, but within that whole time and not playing, like, you know, obviously COVID had a lot to do with this uh, season or whatnot, but within that time and not playing, like you were still in the gym every single day. Shout out to Xander, uh, committed to my craft. Shout out to Xander, you know, using the gym with yeah. Xander and every day, just getting better. For any young listener, listeners out there, just kind of talk about the importance of just um, continuing to work hard despite, you know, not have an opportunity to like right in front of your face, you know, not being where you want to be, just continue to keep that work ethic up. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, like I said, it all started, you know, when I got cut back in middle school, mm-hmm. uh, when I got cut, I was hurt, man. I, I probably cried for like a month. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't make the team on my team. All my friends was on the team. And what people don't know, I was the manager of that team. Mm-hmm. I was the one recording the games, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like video recording mm-hmm. the games and it ate at me inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used that, you know what I'm saying, to practice with them because mm-hmm. I wanted to see how much better they really were than me. Mm-hmm. 
And then after that, I would go practice with my dad every day. He was working in uh, Dayton City School. So every day after school, I'm going down to my dad's gym, putting yeah. in work every single day. Then outside on the basketball uh, realm with my neighbors, every single day, snow, rain, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. So after that, when I transferred with the Northmont, I realized how much better I had got. Mm-hmm. And it was like due to really just me putting in the work. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we would play against Trotwood and, and I already had a target on them. Yeah. You know? It was like anytime I, I could play bad for any game throughout my whole high school career, but I wasn't going to play bad against Trotwood. Yeah. And it started from there. And then I realized, you know, that I was passing guys that was, you know, at, at one point was, you know, people said were better than me. Mm-hmm. And it turned into like, I be, they became like fans of me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, so I've been going through adversity for, you know, since a young. And so mm-hmm. the work ethic has proven and showed me that, you know, if you put that work in, anything is possible. Mm-hmm. But you got to just keep going. Right. Um, there's times, man, there's so many times where I'm just like, man, like this, these last couple of months have, have, wasn't easy. Yeah. You know, just being at home and not working. But I love who. And I always mm-hmm. said like that, that. My number going to get called and I got to be ready. And I just, you know, always want to, you know, polish my game and get better in any way that I can because you got people that's hungry out there. They want to do the same thing you're doing. So Mm -hmm. I try to put my head that I'm outworking other people, you know, so that, you know, it keeps me on top of my game. And for all the young, you know, listeners, all the uh, young people listening, you can be anything you want to be, especially, you know, when it comes to the sports. But you Mm -hmm. definitely got to put the work in. Nothing's going to be handed to you. I've seen talented people fail because, you know, they're talented, but they don't have that work ethic, mm-hmm. which, you know, has changed the path of their careers. Mm-hmm. Where you look at a guy that might not be that much talented, but he works hard right. and he continues to keep a job because, you know, his work ethic shows that he's proven that he deserves that job. Mm-hmm. So um, it's all about, you know, continuously like grinding, putting that work in and believing in your ability and gaining that confidence. Cause once you gain that confidence, I mean, sky's the limit yeah, for thanks. For sure. You know, and that's definitely a blessing too, that you were able to go through those things and, um, you know, go through getting cut and go through, you know, having minor setbacks, you know, cause it obviously just showed you that putting in that work, it'll pay off eventually one day. So, you know, any, for any young listeners out there, anybody who might be, you know, on the verge of getting that contract, on the verge again, whatever offer deal they're going, you know, about to get, you know, just continue to put that work in. It's going to eventually pay off. So, you know, salute to, also salute to Kenny. You know, if he's also put in work outside the game of basketball with his 19 Way Foundation, which hosted a charity game a few years back where he gave out a lot of free school supplies, free book bags. 19 Way Foundation also helped out and uh, just donating a lot of different things in the city of Dayton when we had those terrible tornadoes a few years back. How important has it been for you to give back to your community? Man, it's, it's so important because it's like, man, I, I think about this all the time. Because sometimes I really sit back and be like, man, who would have ever thought like yeah. a little kid that got cut was like basically, you know, one of the chosen mm-hmm. like people to, 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 you know, lead you know, other youth, you know, I, I used to look up to like Mark Baker when yeah. I was little. You know what I'm saying? I watched what Mark used to do for the community. And to me, that was like, man, 
I thought Mark was super dope. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I want to do that. I want to, you know, little kids look up to me and be like, man, I want to follow his lead and be a pro one day and then give back to my community. And that's, you know, at a young age, I noticed that and I yeah. wanted to do that. Because if we don't do it, who going to do it? Nobody right. else. Uh, Dayton is very small, man. Mm-hmm. So it's what made me. So, you know, if the people that have the ability to lead, um don't lead then you know we don't we're not doing right mm-hmm. um god's blessed us with a blessings to help others achieve the things that we've achieved and like if not better and i feel like we just I, i'd be being selfish if i didn't you know try to give back as much as i could mm-hmm. yeah it's been hard to where you know i haven't been able to give it back as much as i would like mm-hmm. but you know in the future i plan to do way more um COVID this summer, you know, messed up a lot of things. I really wanted to have another, you know, charity event, mm-hmm. um, basketball game. And that's, you know, being talked about to put in the works in the future. But mm-hmm. I feel like, man, it's, it's, it's been a blessing to be able to share, you know, the things that I went through and try to help other mm-hmm. people or youth, you know, achieve those dreams and goals that they might have. Right. So like, it's, it's been a super blessing. For sure. And you definitely, uh, exemplify you know, a lot of good characteristics and good traits for any young uh, Hooper coming up. You know, we have a lot of talent, like a lot of talent coming out to see the day in um, on the basketball side and just any other sports. So, you know, you've been able to use that platform in the right form and, um, you know, just be able to reach back and inspire a lot of different people. So shout out to you on that for sure. Appreciate you, man. For sure. Gotcha. Um, you know, so you spent a lot of time playing in many different countries. Um, where has been your favorite place to play at? And what country would you ultimately like to finish your career in? Hmm, my favorite place to play. Um, as far as that fits my game, definitely Turkey. Mm-hmm. But if when I'm living, I will have to go with either Israel or when I was in Malaga, Spain. Mm. Those are, you know, in Malaga, Spain, I was living on the beach, mm. basically hot year round. Mm-hmm. Um, I could drive an hour to I think Marbella and I you mm. can see Africa from across the water oh, so wow. that, that was super cool you know just to be that close to like Africa mm-hmm. um and also Israel was just you know it's Israel is love mm-hmm. you know it's, it's hot year round beach um good food good weather so mm-hmm. that was another place that I love but as far as game I think the Turkish league you know yeah my game or I like playing in the Turkish league. Mm-hmm. Would you want to, would you want to eventually finish your career in Turkey too? How's that process been going? Yeah, I, I would. Uh, my goal is probably to play like another, you know, three, four years. And if I can go yeah. more after that, then I'll play. Right. It really depends on my body. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I will, I wouldn't mind, you know, finishing here in Turkey or maybe Israel. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, you know, like my last year would be like a vacation year, basically just mm-hmm. on cruise mode all year. For sure. Yeah, that actually wraps us up for the day. Um, you know, definitely blessed to get you on the podcast, bro. You know, you've been one of my favorite players, you know, in the city of Dayton, who I look up to. And, uh, you know, it's just on and off the court, too. You know, characteristics and everything that you share on the court you know, obviously translate off the court as well. So shout out to you. Is there anything you want to leave the um, fans with? I appreciate you, man. Um, man, I appreciate you having me on. Um, you always been my guy, man. Always mm-hmm. been on your hustle, your grind. So, you know, I always going to support. For sure. Um, and, you know, anybody in Dayton, man, if you need anything, um, you need some support from me, I got you, man. I'm, 
I'm always trying to, you know, help, especially my my, my fellow dating people, mm-hmm. um, you know, succeed and, and do big things because, you know, Dayton got a lot of, like you said, got a lot of talent, mm-hmm. not just on the sports side, but just, you know, got a lot of good people and a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, intelligent people that, you know, got dreams and goals mm-hmm. and would like to make it out of Dayton one day. So definitely appreciate you having me on. And uh, I love what you're doing. I've listened to a, the other, uh, you know, podcast that you put on the ground. Yeah. You had North and uh, Kyle Hines, yeah. two of my favorite, you know, players that I like to, you know, watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Norris has always been one of my favorite basketball mm-hmm. players. Shout out to Kyle, I mean, his story is crazy. Man. Um, it, it, people, a lot of people don't understand his story is compared to like a guy like a Robert Horry, yeah. you know, in NBA. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like a guy that's just a winner, do the right thing, a guy you want on your team mm-hmm. at all times. Um, so, Man, I uh, really support and appreciate you having me on and uh, hope all is well, man. For sure, bro. Appreciate you. We appreciate you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us and visit our website at www.ufaithhoops.com. Also, be sure to add us on all social media platforms at Hoops.